podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Monday the 31st of October. Arsenal recovered from their Europa League loss to PSV Eindhoven by returning to the top of the Premier League table after a comprehensive 5-0 victory over Nottingham Forest. Goals from Gabriel Martinelli and two from Rhys Nelson put Arsenal in the commanding position just after the break, before Thomas Partey and Martin Odegaard added a fourth and fifth to put some gloss on the result. One piece of bad news for the Gunners though, Bukayo Saka came off injured in the first half with what looked like an ankle problem. There's no news on the severity of the injury, but with the World Cup only three weeks away, there are naturally concerns he could miss it. For Forest, meanwhile, it was a result that brought them crashing back down to earth after their win against Liverpool a week ago. They're bottom of the table, but will look to get points on the board as they play Brentford and Crystal Palace at home before the World Cup break. Manchester United continued their good run of results with a scrappy 1-0 home win against West Ham. Marcus Rashford scored his fourth league goal of the season and his 100th in total for the club to give United all three points and keep them in touch with the top four. The result was hard fought for the home side who had goalkeeper David De Gea to thank for keeping a clean sheet. After the game, United manager Eric Ten Hag was full of praise for the Spaniard, calling him a great goalkeeper and rejecting the notion the Spain international cannot play with his feet. And elsewhere in the Premier League this weekend, Newcastle destroyed managerless Aston Villa 4-0 to break into the top four, Man City beat Leicester away, and Tottenham came from 2-0 down to beat Bournemouth on the south coast. Those are your headlines. Let's start with Arsenal then. Here is comedian and Arsenal fan Annie McGrath. We're top of the league. We beat Forest 5-0. Um, what an exciting match. And Reese Nelson was out of control. What an absolute hero. 837 days since he last scored in the Premier League and then he scores twice in four minutes. I mean, come on, what a team, what a time to be alive. (laughs) Erdegaard's close control, so good in the box and what an amazing finisher. I mean, we are a team full of finishers with the exception of Jesus who can't seem to um, put it away, so to speak. Um, I think this game against Forest has given us the confidence we need going um, to Chelsea next weekend. Um, we also face Zurich midweek. Um, I think that's hopefully given us a little boost after our PSV defeat. Um, I think we'll feel the absence of Shaka, the yellow card king, who won't be playing against Zurich. But, I mean... We've barely dropped any points this October and I think we're in a very, very good position. Arteta ball forever. We need to finish this half of the season strong and then we've got the World Cup and we just, we take each day as it comes at the end of the day. That was comedian and Arsenal fan Annie McGrath. Good performance from Arsenal, very, very solid throughout. Forrest didn't offer anything in terms of resistance, save for maybe that Jesse Lingard half chance. Just very accomplished. I'm, I, every time we speak about Arsenal, I'm more and more impressed. Yes, Forrest weren't great. Okay, fine. But Arsenal have done this against plenty of teams, plenty of better teams this season. The one concern would still be the uh, the depth in the squad. Bukayo Saka now injured. We don't know how long for. Arteta seems to think not too long. So fingers crossed for that for both Arsenal and England's sake. But I feel as though for the sake of the league, we need Arsenal to keep performing because otherwise Man City are going to run away with it and that's not what anyone wants. Obviously, if you're a Spurs fan listening to that, you'll disagree, but generally, that's what we're after. 
Okay, let's move on to Manchester United against West Ham. Scrappy game, but United dug in and got a result. Here is Sam Pilger. He writes for Forbes and is a Manchester United fan. Manchester United grounded out a uh, an impressive win. And Marcus Rashford did a very plausible impression of Cristiano Ronaldo as absolute peak with the back post header to win the game. And with it being his 100th goal, he uh, will get a lot of praise naturally. And he looks in, in fantastic form at the moment. Ronaldo played his first uh, start for United for, for a while in the Premier League and was pretty anonymous. He does, he looks like he's fading Um He's 38 in February, so it's inevitable. But but this was a game less about strikers and more about defenders. Uh, Martinez was fantastic again. Maguire started looking very shaky, but but recovered, and uh, his clearances blocks really stood up in the second half. Dallow was fantastic at the back post, doing things you've never seen Aaron Wambasaka doing. Uh, Dallow keeps getting better and better. De Gea with two world-class saves from Rice and Zuma, which looked destined for the back of the net. And possibly United's best defender of all, Luke Shaw, who's really responded to the uh, competition from Tyrell Malasia. Tyrell Malasia and um, was exceptional going forward and in defence. So all in all, that's United's last game at Old Trafford for two months till after the World Cup until the 27th of December. So uh, they've left their fans with some good memories and, and it's looking promising for Ten Hag. That was Sam Pilger, Forbes writer, football writer and Manchester United fan. Thank you, Sam. On the other side of that game then, West Ham. Uh I thought they were decent. They were decent. They were unlucky not to get something out of the game. But here's Tom Rennie. Tom Rennie is a broadcaster, host of the Week in the Tackle podcast, and most importantly, is a West Ham fan. There were points during the game where I thought I was watching the Liverpool match from a couple of weeks ago. Were they in the game? Yes, they were. Did they have some good chances? Yes, they did. Did they concede a goal to a header from a player that previously was thought of as not being in great form? Yes, they did. Did they have late chances where they should have at least scored one goal, maybe even two and got on to win it? And then we get the result we get once again. Plus, they wore that terrible, terrible white and orange kit as well. So far too many similarities for me. Look, West Ham... On not having a bad season, but certainly aren't having a great season. They're nowhere near the high levels of the last campaign. They have two home games coming up against Crystal Palace, then Leicester. If they win those two matches, they have 20 points by the World Cup. And that is not a bad return. It's not great either. But if they don't win both of those games, there could be some concern going into the new part of the season come Boxing Day. Got to get Lucas Paqueta back. Got to get Scamacca or Antonio firing. Got to find a way to score goals away from home as well. Far too many games away from home now. Not just Liverpool and Man United. Also Southampton where they only scored one. Also Everton when they didn't score. Nottingham Forest where they didn't score. Um, It's endless at the moment for West Ham. When you go away from home, be a bit braver. Take your chances. At least at home, they are getting the points that are putting them in a 
relatively comfortable, though underwhelming position. The next couple of games at home are going to be telling, and it's worth noting too, there are no more significant European games now until March with the Conference League 1. So the game in midweek against our Bucharest, a game I'm going to, is the deadest of dead rubbers, and I'd expect not just the youth team, but maybe the kids of some of the players. Don't risk anyone, the result is inconsequential. Another frustrating day for West Ham. That was Tom Rennie. Thanks, Tom. OK, that's all we've got time for today. We'll be back same time tomorrow for more Whistleblowers Daily. Sports Social Podcast Network.